What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another Tuesday Nights podcast. My name is Ethan. My name is Austin. My name is Tyler. And tonight we have uh, we have back our boy Bronson. Let's he was here uh, for I think it was episode four or five. It was like yeah, one of the early ones. Yeah. Might have been three. Three. Okay. Three. Yeah. Three. Yeah. So um, yeah, we have him back. Uh, obviously, one of the six. And um, before we get into tonight, we just wanted to shout out couple of our followers show some love to you guys man special uh shout out to kind of our one of our earliest followers on Mm -hmm. our instagram if you don't follow us it's the tuesday nights podcast but we just want to shout out rebecca Mm. kimberlin kim and also irisha so shout out to you three we really appreciate you for being one of the early supporters of this and we know that you guys are continuously uh, just giving us love so we just want to shout you guys out and uh, every episode, we're going to shout uh, more people out. So right. please uh, please follow, and, and we just appreciate it and love you guys. Absolutely. The love is very much encouraging. Facts. Yeah. Yep. <clears throat> so today, we're kind of going to talk about uh, church fundamentals, uh, just like kind of going to church, what it feels like. And so what I want to ask you guys is, how does it make you feel when you go to church as opposed to when you don't go to church? Or what is the differences that you notice in, you know, on a Sunday where you go to church or even throughout the whole entire week? Yeah. Know, if it does affect you in that way. I think it's it's been different ever since I, I've just slowly grown up because I grew up where, not that I was forced to go to church, but it was mm-hmm. more so I have to go to church yeah. Um, yeah. where like my parents would like wake me up and just kind of almost drag me out of bed because yeah. I didn't really want to go. Yeah. Uh, and that was happening for a long time, even in, you know, my, my mid twenties. Uh, but recently once I found a home church city, like church, it went from honestly, like I have to go to like, I want to go. Yeah. yeah. And we can all, we can go into like serving, but honestly serving at church is really what makes me want to go. Um, I've met my closest friends at church. Um, I found community. I found leaders. And mm. now it's more so just mandatory to go to church. And mm. I know if you're watching this, it could be, you know, it could be different where you may be working in a field or a profession where you work on Sundays. But I mean, just straight off the bat, I just want to encourage somebody if if work is getting in the way of Sundays, I just encourage you to kind of just, you know, stay in the word and mm. let God reveal to your heart why it's important That's to go so to good. church. Wow. And it's, uh, if you haven't had a, a home church, it kind of, it kind of just feels like home. It's real. Mm-hmm. Honestly, like it doesn't, when I walk in to, um, you know, we're portable right now in Sierra Vista High School. When I walk in, I'm not nervous. And when I walk into my own home, I'm not nervous. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sometimes when I walk into other friends' homes, I get a little bit like, I don't know, I haven't been there in a while. But right. when you make church a priority, mm. you're like, no, I know I'm going to, I'm going to, I know I'm going to say hi to my friend. Um, I know I'm going to like pass by my pastor and say hi. I know they're probably going to lay hands on me and maybe just ask how I'm doing. And it's, it's so different where like you just see your regular friends and family throughout the week, but knowing that like your, your pastor, I don't know. For me, it's like if my pastor looks at me, I'm like, "Yo, he just <laughs> Man. like he sees me." That's real. And like, he, like the the sermon that he just preached today, like spoke to me. Yeah. Like, does it ever feel like you you just don't want to go to church? And the one time you do go to church, it's like the preacher is like speaking directly yeah. at you. Yeah. Oh, come on now. Yeah. Like, yeah. I wouldn't Those say that's every. Should go to church. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't say it's every week for me, but it's a good amount of the year where it's like, yo, I don't even think. I, there's anybody else in this room it's just like yeah. that word was for me yeah. right yeah. at that time right. that that's what going to church is so important for me no i feel that same way like i grew up uh kind of forced <laughs> yeah. I mean, like i was like you know in the song one church um it's just and we were super involved you know we we learned all the songs all the dances and like had to you know perform like put on shows bro i don't know if um I don't, I don't oh, know he, if you guys yeah dancer. no no not like that it was like more it's cultural dancing yeah. you know what i mean like psalm one numbers but i always saw it as like yeah i gotta go to church yeah. you know what i mean like you know it's fr- like friday i'm having fun saturday i'm you know with my friends having fun but i'm like dang saturday night 
I know tomorrow I got to go to church and like, you know, yeah. sit in there for two and a half hours to three hours and just like kind of not even know what's going on. Yeah. But I love, you know, the difference now. It's like, you know, like we talk about um, A.W. Tozer, the, num- the number one most important thing about you is what you think about God. And Amen. when you make God a priority, it's like, oh, well, if you make God a priority, God says that church is a priority. Mm-hmm. And so you make church a priority in your life. And like going to church, like you said, man, I love how you say how you said that it feels like home because I do feel like I'm at home when I'm at, you know, city light. You know, I walk in, I, I literally know like 50 to 70 percent of the people that I'm walking past. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm saying hi all the time to people, bro. And it's just, you know, building that rapport with, uh, you know, just other churchgoers. And, and I, I really do. Man. Yeah. It, it's just a different feeling of, you know, I get to go to church yeah. as yeah. opposed to like I got to go to church. Yeah. I mean, now that you mentioned, like, you you probably know a lot of people and you say hi. I guess, like, what's the difference between a regular social event compared to church? Like, what makes church different than just a regular gathering? Yeah. (laughs) You're bound to see the same people every Sunday that go. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 I would say, too, like, the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Yeah. You're not going to probably experience the Holy Spirit in a social gathering the same way that you do in the house of God. You know what I mean? Yeah, I feel that too. <clears throat> I think for me, I mean, I can kind of relate to like you guys, you know, like when it comes to going to church at a young age, same thing. It's like your parents just like, hey, we're going to church and you're mm-hmm. just like, all right. But like we looked at it as more of like, oh, we get to go hang out and have fun and like, yeah. Yeah. you know, mess around with all the other like kids our age. Yeah. And um, I think for me, it's like the different seasons, like I've seen myself in different seasons of going to church, you know, mm-hmm. being still, you know, attached to my parents as their child. Yeah and just going to church because that's where my parents or my mom was just bringing us to church compared and then getting to a point where they're so heavily involved Mm -hmm. right like we were church like we would be in church before it starts setting up and we'd be like the last ones Mm -hmm. like the family and everybody would know us as like oh the kosher family you know it's like (laughs) (laughs) but like we would always be like the first ones there and then like the last ones out, mm. you know, and it's just like that became so just natural, like it was a routine, mm-hmm. you know, and now like I looked at myself as we're just going to church and like I, I listened, like I heard the things that were being taught, like being said, you know, mm-hmm. across the pulpit and I've um, understood the meaning of serving, you know, yeah. using, yeah. you know, serving with your hands. And um, it wasn't until I got married and like started a family my, my, of my own where I, the intentions of me going to church changed in the sense of like, what more can I learn um, now that I'm leading a family, Um, you know, like now that I'm a husband, now that I'm a father, like honestly going to church for me, like it's essential Yeah, because it's like the thing that I look forward to in church is what is it that, you know, Pastor Jamin or whoever is speaking, like what is it that they're going to say that I get to like take and like use for my own Mm -hmm. life and like, Mm -hmm. Ever since I got, I walked through the doors in City Light, like, that's just been every Sunday for me. Yeah. Like, every so Sunday good. for me is just, you know, Pastor Javen teaching out of the Bible, teaching the Word, and then me getting something from that that I can then apply to, like, whether it's parenting, whether it's being a husband, a spouse, yeah, um, a, a, a friend. Mm-hmm. Like, I've learned so much when it comes to um, being friends with people and stepping outside of my comfort zone and, like, actually... Yeah you know, being vulnerable with other, yeah. other yeah. people, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah. And that, and that kind of reminds me, um, you know, kind of like how our, how our parents kind of forced us to go. And it's like, yeah, that's, I don't know. Some people have their own views on that. But at the end of the day, when I was in my lowest of lows, I was like, what is the one thing that I had learned growing up? And it was that, oh, you put God first, everything else will mm-hmm. line up, you know, the rest of your life will line up. And that's when I started going to City Light. I was like, you know what? Let me just get involved at a church. Let me see. I was let me, let me see what I can do in regards to putting God first in my life. Like I have the time, you know what I mean. So let me spend my time at at the at, at a church. And it just so happened when I first started going to City Light, um, you know, Pastor Javen really it really resonated with me. You know, he was younger, and it was like, man, the way you speak and, and like truthfully, I didn't I didn't get to appreciate. Uh, Javen's gift fully Mm. until like nowadays yeah because now that i know about many more other preachers it's like dude even still when i go and see other you know preachers and pastors it's like man like Javen is really like i feel like i'm 
in his like you know <laughs> under his wing or yeah. so, I don't know how to explain it. It's just like the I, I guess the way to put it is like the flavor he puts out. That's the one I like the most. You know the way he yeah. uses his gift, like the way he speaks. It's just like it, it resonates with me very easily, and he makes it plain, makes it simple. So that I can understand. Anyways, I said all that to say this. When I was spending all my time, they weren't. I mean, I decided to like. I was like, okay, great. I love this church. I love the 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 pastor. I love the worship. And then, I was like, how can I spend my time here? They weren't doing small groups in that season in 2019 spring. Mm -hmm. It was. Um, he did a. He did what's called a break. It was called breakthrough. Oh, I'm so glad that he talked about this last Sunday because that's what reminded me of what that like season was called he was like we're not doing small groups we're doing um pretty much a second service i think it was on a wednesday night it was like um it was called a, it was called breakthrough nights and i think it was like anywhere between five and ten weeks but dude it literally changed my life bro literally changed my life like and and, and he was talking about like you know breaking chains and like i had just I, well I, I had just entered a season of pretty much um grieving mm -hmm. you know and i was like man I, I don't know what to do i was at my lowest of lows oh my i grew up thinking that or i grew up having to go to church let me give that a try again i'm introduced to pastor jabin you know what i mean via his preaching yeah and you know here i am today and it's like that's really my testimony part of my testimony it's like having going back to church because that's what that's where my parents put me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Even though it may not have been the best, like, forcing your kids to go to church. Like, well, I'm forcing my kids to go to church. Oh, like, yeah. oh, because facts. I know what it did for me. You know what I mean? Even though I did stray away to a degree, I didn't, I didn't ever not believe in God. But it was just like, I didn't have God with me right here like I do right now yeah. all of my life. Especially becoming from an adolescent to a young adult. Yeah. I was doing my own thing. You know what I mean? Like, kind of like how normal american adolescents do you're doing your own thing you're trying to figure it out and you know life happened and i was like well i need my creator yeah <laughs> and no yeah, for sure that's not even mean to even say no i like how you said like oh when i have a kid i'm for sure gonna bring them like i'm curious now because one you have a child but also you have a newborn amen like <laughs> what is like are there any challenges to i guess when you first had avea to like even now having a newborn what are some of those challenges of bringing them to church like, I can't even, you know, I, the couple of things that I think about I is think, maybe just getting ready in the morning. Yeah. But besides, <laughs> I don't know, maybe besides that's that. We, yeah, that's why we go to the, the 1145. Yeah. yeah. yeah that's um, no, I mean, I think for me, it's the thing that I find more, not challenging, but I think it's just enjoyable for me to see, I don't know, Avea, for example, to just like her being at the age where she's starting to learn a lot more. Mm, yeah. And just to see her pick up on certain things. Whether it's things that it's just like, I don't know, like praying or um, just being, I don't know, she just has this way about her where she's just like, she can walk into a room and if it's like not that exciting, like it'll get pretty exciting, you know, <laughs> yeah. like I love she that. just has that way about her where she's very sweet. She's very like kind. Mm. Um, yeah. She's very loving. Yeah. Um, especially when she's very comfortable around you. Yeah. Um, I don't think for me, like I have any challenges when it comes to bringing my kids to church because I think I look at it this way where my parents were kind of like the start of the, I guess, the, traje the trajectory of like changing our generation, mm -hmm. right? When it comes to like introducing me and my brothers to who God is and to church. And it's like, I live the path of, you know, not taking it seriously as like, a, you know, a kid you know, to a young adult and still kind of like, you know, one foot in, one foot out, and yeah. then actually finding God in a place where I was just mm -hmm. like, okay, God, like, what am I doing? This is it. Like, it's, it's you, yeah. and that's mm -hmm. it. And now I'm in a place where it's like, I guess I'm a step ahead of my parents mm -hmm. in the sense of, you know, I don't know when exactly I could say my parents gave them their lives to, to God, you yeah. know, yeah. and um, when they got saved. Yeah. But I know for a fact that I'm in a position a lot younger um, where I seen like what it's like to not really live a life according to yeah. the word to mm -hmm. like now I get to have that choice of living that life. But also now I get to raise my kids mm -hmm. in a season that, OK, like my walk with God is a lot further than 
maybe the season when my parents started bringing us to church. You know, yeah. if I could remember going to a Christian church, I was maybe like I want to say eight, eight or nine. Yeah. You know, so it's like for me, having a Vea go to church from being a baby. You know, like that's when we found City Light when she mm -hmm. was like maybe a year old. Yeah. Or yeah. about wow. to be a year old. Wow. And then now Uriah, you know, he's about to be in the same position. He's about yeah. to grow up in church. Yeah. Um, and the thing that I look at as being very exciting is just being around other people, like for you, for example, meeting you guys. Mm -hmm. And it's yeah. like, I look towards the future of what their future will look like, the people who they're going to be surrounded mm -hmm. with, oh the kids gosh. that they're going to yeah. be able to grow up yeah. with. Especially like when you guys start having kids, you know, yeah. I don't know yeah. which, who's going to. You know, I'm who's going to be first, starting but tonight. <laughs> <laughs> who's going to be first, but what I look forward to is just that, like knowing that, okay, like I know, like when you guys have kids and like our kids oh, are playing together, I'm like, well, I know, I know, e, you yeah. know, I know, TK, I know Austin, I yeah, know yeah. you guys' hearts. I know where you guys are when it comes to leading your children. Yeah. And mm -hmm. like, that's what I look forward to my kids, you that's know, real. when they get to that point um, of just being surrounded around people who are also, you know, filled with the holy spirit yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. and that, that that brings me i mean that brings me to a point that i kind of wanted to get at it kind of just came like came to me during our conversation it's like i think this pod is going to be about the importance of church yeah. yeah like overall so one thing you pretty much pointed out was community and i guess i just wanted to ask you guys how important is community to you guys or if there's another what else is what else has the church brought to your attention that is very important or vital to your life that that uh, that you implement now in your life as opposed to before you went to church? I think I learned how to value relationships more. Mm. When I first started going to going to City Light, the worship caught my attention, but the preaching I didn't have the ear for it yet. I was just showing up, see how kind of like. Just testing the waters, okay, I'm going to church again. But it wasn't until I got into community, until I got into a small group, yeah. where I was like, dude, I didn't know church. I thought church was only limited to a building. Right. That's, so, that's good, bro. And then now being at church at a house or just talking about church during the week at, at a, another gather, gathering at somebody else's house that they host, I'm like, dude, this is awesome. Because mm -hmm. before that, you know, I was very isolated. I didn't really care to hang out with anybody. I didn't. I wasn't intentional about relationships. Yeah, that's good. And it made me value how important relationships are. Because when I started going to City Light again, or City Light the first time, the big emphasis when I first started going was having a relationship with God. Yeah. And I grew up going to church. I grew up going to a whole bunch of different churches. And I've seen... There's only two people that come into my mind who I see who had a relationship with God. It was my grandmother and it was my uncle who were the main reasons why we were going to church so much growing up. And now I know why they had the relationship with God yeah. because I was intentional. Yeah. And when I valued my relationship with God more, I started valuing people more. Yeah. Come on. And that all started from the church. That yeah. all ties back to the church yeah. and what I've learned and picked up from there. Yeah, I think yeah. For me, it's just I learned how to value relationships yeah. so much more. Yeah, man, that's so good. For me, like community, <coughs> it's just it's uh, it allows me to have an open faith. And I told you guys this too. My my year, my word or phrase for this year is open faith. I've always been more reserved with my faith. I don't really show it outside of the like my close friends. Um, but more and more, I'm having I'm having the the conviction to have an open faith. And when I go to church, I don't even have to worry about mentioning or having any shame or doubt or any nervousness about talking about Jesus. I will just do it. Yeah. And, you know, stepping into a church where I can do that is very, it's like liberating. It's yeah. just like, yeah. there's so much weight off my shoulders mm -hmm. where a lot of my life, I really only talk to my family about Jesus or my faith yeah. or even just like my my closest friends, like my best friends who are not Christian, like I would really not even talk to them about Jesus. Mm -hmm. But now that I I have a home church, it just allows me to say whatever I want to say. It allows me to say things that I'm confident about. 
it allows me to say things that I may, I may be having a question about. Similar to like, I led a small group uh, last season. It was like a young men's small group. And I had pretty difficult questions come up to me uh, from the guys. And I just, I was able to go to church that Sunday and ask one of my leaders, hey, like this is what happened. A guy came up and like asked me this question. I didn't know what to say. Yeah. Like that just allowed me to have a leader in front of me mm. walking me through my own faith so that yeah. I can allow myself to guide somebody else. Yeah, that's good. So it's really just that community where it's not going to stop at me. It's not going to stop at my leader, mm-hmm. but it's just maybe my leader doesn't know the answer. Yeah. Then he'll go to his leader. <laughs> right. And now we're getting everybody involved yeah. to where we're all pretty much, you know, good with our faith. Yeah. Um, but I didn't really realize the importance of community until I started serving mm-hmm. and serving in church in different aspects where I serve in like the load in load out. I sold in, the, um, I serve in the AVL. Um, I'm serving more in the content, um, team now, but it's, it's very humbling waking up at like 5am to get to church at 6am to set up and seeing everybody not complain. Mm-hmm. Everybody's probably tired. But no, but everybody wants to be there. Everybody yeah. knows their purpose. And then with serving in um, production, we're like me and Bronson. We're like in the back, and we're like, it's really just pressing a button, right? <laughs> There's more than that, <clears throat> but it's really just pressing the button to show the slides on when we're, everyone's worshiping. Right. And in the beginning, I was like, oh, this is easy. But it's not really about what's easy. It's about what impact am I doing, That's right? Fair. That's because true. if I mess up on one button, somebody's not going to know the lyrics. Exactly. So it's kind of, wow. it's, it's serving in church has been, it, it really just has showed me why community is so important. Yeah. That's real. And it took me over a year before I started serving when I went to City Light. Yeah. Because when I went to City Light, it was just, you know, my, me and my wife were long distance. So I was just going by myself. Mm. I would go, I would usually go to the 6 p.m. I would pull up, have a good time, That's and cool. then just go and then just leave yeah. like right away. And I did that. I didn't really want to serve, and nobody was really like pushing me to serve um, because I would leave right away. So yeah. I, I didn't give anybody the opportunity to talk to oh. me. But now it's like it's when you serve in one or multiple teams at your church, it's it's great. Yeah, and you just want to serve more. Like you just mm. grow that yeah. servant's heart where you're not doing this for show. You're not you're not doing this so you can get props. Like mm-hmm. no like probably ninety percent or even more of the church doesn't know that people show up at five AM yeah. to set up. Yeah. They probably won't know for a long time. But yeah. it's not even like like I get to. Yeah, like I, right. I get to or my day starts Saturday night because I'm like, mm. okay, my Saturday night, I used to party, I used to stay up, mm-hmm. I used to do whatever, but now I know that I have boundaries. Yeah. Like yeah. I know that next morning I have to wake up at 5 a.m. to get to church at 6. Mm. And I get to do that. And I don't want to be super tired to when I get there, I'm complaining. Yeah. You know, because I just hate to be that guy. to right. like, oh, man, guys, what a morning. It's already like it's it's only it's 6 a.m. Super tired. Yeah. Never. I try not to. Right. Right. But, yeah, man. I mean, that, that reminds me, bro. I must have giving you a seat at some point bro back then at the 6 you p.m you probably have <laughs> yeah because like there i mean we used to tyler for sure was giving me uh hosting me yeah 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 we used to every single 6 p.m i yeah. remember this this guy Dang. when he when That's he crazy. finally started i don't serving. remember <laughs> no i remember seeing you yeah yeah but i didn't never even met you yeah yeah i mean um oh were you going to silverado or were you going to the HQ 6 p.m.? HQ 6 p.m. Oh, okay. Because then we moved to, we ended up making the move to Silverado High School. Anyways, I wanted to get into, because you guys were, uh, you know, the importance of church. You guys hammered um, community, which was, you know, fire. For me, I mean, I would love to speak on community, but um, it was really just about uh, building my faith. Yeah. And I say that because I would go to church on Sunday and, um, like I said, it really has to do a lot with the preaching because yeah. I really felt spiritually fed. And when I would go about my Monday, my Tuesday, my Wednesday, I'm like, I don't feel the same that I felt on Sunday. You know what I mean? Sunday, I felt just rejuvenated. I felt like really what I know now is that I was 
filled with the Holy Spirit. <laughs> you know what I mean? I was like, you know, jolly and, and mm. joyous. And it, it came from, you know, essentially the word of God. And yeah. that, just that like realization right there had me thinking like, how can I get that every day? You know what I mean? How can I get That's that right. more often? Mm -hmm. And I feel like some people go to church and like, you know, we talked about uh, good works to, to check off a box. Like I did this on, you know, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. I know I sinned. I did whatever. But, oh, I went to church on Sunday. You know, I made it to church on Sunday. And it's because like, I don't know, it's like they, they come, they come, they get the word and they feel spiritually fed. But like once once you realize that like you can do that for yourself like throughout the entire week yeah that's when you start building your faith at least in my opinion that's when i really started yeah, like facts. i didn't know anything about reading the bible mm -hmm. i literally cracked open um i watched a youtube video and i was like how to study the bible yeah. bro and and i forgot who the guy was but it was like he was like you should start in the gospels and i was like all right so i you know matthew mark luke and john i read all of them and i was like well that was kind of boring low-key like <laughs> yeah. i didn't really do anything for me but now it's like like I've spoke on before, it's like the familiarity. It's like, oh, I know that because I've read it so many times. My eyes have, I put my eyes on the word, like on those words before. And now I just kind of know that that's out of Luke or that's out of Matthew. Mm -hmm. And I'm saying that because I really feel like going to church with the right heart is like, that's when you start realizing I need this. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Yeah. It's instead of like we've been talking about, in, instead of like, oh, I have to, you know what I mean? You're thinking about on Saturday nights, you're like, you know, we just compare to contrast. Now your Saturday night is like, yeah, I get to, mm -hmm. I get to go to sleep early. I get to use my hands and feet to 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 be the hands and feet of Jesus. You know what I mean? And uh, or or the or the the house of the Lord. And I don't know. I, I guess what I'm really trying to say is that it really built my. That's what built my faith. Going to church made me want to uh, build my faith because I started to because going to church made me fall in love with Jesus. Mm -hmm. That's really the end I wanted to get to was that I started to learn who Jesus was because of the people around me were emulating who Jesus is. Yeah. And I was mm -hmm. like, man, that's like, I want to be like that. And I, you start to think, who am I trying to be like? Who, who am I idolizing? Who, who, who am I like, like, yeah, pretty much who am I trying to be like? But when you realize that everything that if, if you try to be like this person, a celebrity or an athlete or like any kind of like person that has a any kind of influence, it's like, man, all of those will ha will be flawed at some point. But once you know that once you realize that Jesus is like the number one, the number one person to ever live a perfect life. Like that's who I want to be like, and that's what that's what going to church pretty much, yeah. you know, did for me. It was like, man, I, I kind of saw who Jesus was through the people around me, and wow. I was like, man, I kind of want to do, I want to be like that. Yeah. You know, mm. I'm tired of trying to be the cool kid or like, you know, whatever, like X, Y, and Z. It's just like, no, I, I want to be like them. I want to be like Jesus, essentially. Yeah, and so that's cool. It really helped me with my identity, I guess. Yeah, it's fire. That's good, man. I mean, I feel like for me, I think. For me to realize, like, why I need community so much was the lack of community. Mm -hmm. Because yeah. I was in a season of, you know, our previous church before going to City Light was it was just all online. You know, it was COVID. Um, nobody was meeting. And I thought, oh, you know, this is fine. Like, we can do this. You know, we can just watch service online, yeah. do worship online. Yeah. Um, and I soon, like, realized, like, no, this isn't working out. Yeah. You know, because that's when, man, like, everything started to just spiral, like, yeah. things were just getting out of hand the enemy was really attacking us and like it got to a point where it's just like i was such in a dark place where i was like okay like this is why it says like we can't do this alone mm -hmm. yeah you know you, we need to do this with people right yeah. and when actually when we got to city light like my intention was like okay i'm going to be intentional with relationships and community mm. and it didn't happen like right away but I think once I started to just take those steps and meet people, get comfortable and actually like, you know, hear people's other like testimonies, you know, yeah. hear other people's testimonies. And it was really encouraging for me to be like, man, if this dude's going through that, like, yeah. and like the first person that really stuck out to me was D. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. straight up, like D was, 
like hearing his testimony was just like man like if this dude has gone through this and he can be like you know transparent with other men yeah i was just like what's stopping me from like talking to other men about stuff that i go through you know like um that was like shout out to d for real like that's (laughs) that was like the first dude who stuck out to me when i started going to city light yeah and and he sticks out no yeah yeah bro he's like (laughs) 16 but the amount of people he's brought through to the church in every way man like god will use your story yes to bring everyone in Exactly. And your testimony, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but like, you know, there's a saying that says a man with a testimony has more power than a man with an argument. Right. You know, and it's like, it just goes to set, it goes to show like, you know, D's testimony, people look at him, people will look at like, will look at him and be like, wow, like God used him in all and everything that he went through. Yeah. How much more can he use me? You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like, yeah, yeah bro, you, you hit it right on the money. Like the yeah. one thing that I guess ties into like how I feel community is so important as well, or just church in general, was like what Pastor Javen said like this past Sunday. You know, when um, I mean, I, I don't know, it's like I can't say word for word, but it was along the lines of, you know, like don't let the enemy because it is the enemy, right? Mm-hmm, the enemy right. telling like for me at least it was like oh like this is like we can do this like you know me telling. Uh, my wife is it's fine we can just stick it out until we go back into in service Mm -hmm. uh, services you know but where pastor javelin was like you know don't let the enemy take you away from a place that is anointed by god Mm -hmm. wow you know and like that's the church for me like that's a place that is anointed by god you know because it's a different like worship is different Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. me sitting at home watching worship on tv like I'm not standing up and like in the moment. I'm just sitting there, just like right. watching it. Yeah, I'm just yeah. watching it. You know, I'm like <laughs> on your like, phone, low key. Like, right. <laughs> and then you're just waiting for the service to start, and you're like, yeah. okay, sorry, you know. But like yeah. being in the in like being in church and in just the environment, it's just like you feel the weight. Yeah. You mm. feel just yeah. like like I don't know. Like there's there hasn't been a Sunday yet where like a song like one song hits me, and like mm. you just start like building up that like you, yeah. you know doing worship. Yeah. <laughs> But, like, yeah. that's just, I don't know, like, that's how I feel about com- being in community, being in an environment yeah. that the church brings. Yeah. yeah. So good. Yeah, and especially because uh, City Light kind of started off, well, I like every church, it kind of started off smaller and more intimate. And, you know, that's how, I, that's the kind of church I grew up in. And then I went to, you know, I went and looked, experienced other churches, like Central. Central is humongous. Yeah. And... I went through a phase of not going to church and then um and then I went to City Light and I was like, This is nice and like, you know, compact, mm-hmm. like intimate, you know what I mean? And, and everybody you can, you know, see everybody in the room with one glance. And like, how do you guys feel about it now? Like, cause I used to have a bias towards small churches, but now that my home church is the fastest growing in the city with the least amount of churches, the most unchurched city in America. It's the it's the fastest growing, and so it's like I see the church that I fell in love with that was, you know, it started very small. Now it's starting to become, like, pretty big. Yeah. How do you guys feel about that? Sheesh. Any thoughts, I guess? I mean, I, I sometimes I feel some type of way because I grew up uh, when I moved here when I was six years old. I went to a church until I was, like, a, a teenager, so a long time but I grew up, and it was a big church, mm. and it never felt like home. It never felt right, intimate. Right. I never felt like I was hearing from God, Yeah, maybe because I was a little too young. Mm. But I, all I knew, because I never really went to other churches, all I knew was a big church. Mm. And I just kind of uh, used that feeling to be like, okay, the bigger the church, the less likely you are to experience God. Until I went to City Light and... It was a very small church, yeah. way smaller, way more intimate, and I loved it. Yeah. Um, being able to be shoulder to shoulder with somebody, right. raising your hands, and the whole room being vibrant and lively, and mm-hmm. um, you know, like what I liked, what Jason said last episode. You just looking left and right, and you just seeing stories being poured out in front of you. I never saw that because. In my old church, it was big, and not re- no one was really raising their hand like that. Yeah. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? It was more like hymns, and it was just slow. Mm-hmm. It was it was yeah. just slow. it was an older church. Yeah, and I just feel like City Light has a a young um, atmosphere. Definitely, and yep. 
even when we were moving from the headquarters to where we are now in the portable high school, I had, I don't know, I just felt some type of way because I knew it was going to be a bigger space. And I was, I was afraid that I was going to lose my connection with God because it was going to go to a bigger space. But that was the complete opposite. When we, when we moved to the, the high school, it made my, made my heart bigger. It made my thinking bigger. Oh, it made my Facts. friendships bigger. Yeah. And now that we're transitioning into a bigger building next or this summer, I'm kind of starting to have those same feelings where, wow, it's going to be the same, honestly, the same size as my old church. I'm kind of afraid that it, it the church is going to lose its touch, mm. where it's not going to be as intimate, yeah. where it's not going to be shoulder to shoulder anymore, yeah. where... I don't know, but I just know God will work and God right. is good. Right. And the same God that worked in my heart from the smaller church to where we are now is going to be the same God that moves my heart from the, where, this, we, are where we are to the next building. That's so and I, I just get so excited that friendships are going to be bigger and community is going to be bigger. Yeah. We're going to have more uh, altar calls, prayer nights. Mm. And oh, yeah. those are things we're slowly starting to experience experience more yeah. um, but it's just hard because in our high school church right now we have to be out of there at a certain time because we have to tear yeah. down yeah. but again to answer your question I'm kind of nervous but I'm also excited at the same time mm-hmm. because I just know what a big church is like yeah. and I felt lost in it yeah. that I don't want to feel lost into where we're going yeah. but I'm just trusting that. God that he's going to work his wonders mm. well, that's, mm. that kind of like I, I definitely understand that because for me, like the churches that I've grown up in, like we knew everybody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like from the pastor to everybody, like serve uh, people who serve, people who are attending, and Light was the probably like the first church that we actually committed to going as our home church that was bigger than any church that we went to. I mean, we've we've like checked out Central. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, we checked out other bigger churches as well, but we didn't really like just we didn't stay. Yeah. You know, yeah. but. City Light was actually the church that we decided to stay at that was actually bigger than any church that I went to. And, mm-hmm. like, honestly, wow. it was very, it was a weird feeling for me because it's, like, normally I would go to church and it's like, oh, I know this person, I know this person, I know yeah. this person, yeah. I know the pastor. Like, yeah. and then going to City Light, it's kind of, like, intimidating at first. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. like, oh, I don't know. Like, there's, like, a lot of people here. Yeah. And it's, like, sometimes I, I would catch myself, like, well, like, catch myself in a, in a mindset of, like, dang, like, I would, like, want to, like, know the pastor. Like, you yeah. know, I would want to have that relationship with the pastor. I would, yeah. would like to, you know, be in relationship with more people. But, like, my intention, like, God showed me that I had to change my intentions of why I'm going to church. That's mm-hmm. good. Bro. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to church to become friends with the worship leader. I'm yeah. not going to church to become friends with a pastor necessarily. Like, yeah. I don't have to have, like, that close relationship. Yeah, exactly. Wow. You know, like... um I'm going to church for number one for me to be meet in a place to meet God, yeah. you know, and to see what He wants for like for for me, mm-hmm. you know. And it wasn't until like I started to meet other guys, and then that's where I'm like, okay, like I learned that not everybody is going to be like necessarily my friends. Right. I can be friendly with everybody, but like there's only going to be like a group of people who are like my friends. Yeah. You know, yeah. like like this what we have here. Like this is something that I consider mm-hmm. like. You guys are like my closest friends, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah. And likewise, Facts. like that's like that's easy. Like I'm in a in a, a place in my life right now where, like, I do have friends outside of like us, but like they're just I don't know like how to explain. It's like it's like school, you know. Like when mm-hmm. you're going to school, right? Like for me, I was cool with like everybody, like yeah. all the different groups. Like whether it was a football group, whether yeah. it's wrestlers, whether it's the Asians, the break the break dancers, <laughs> right? Like every high me. school, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. No, like legit, like I, like I got into breakdancing because of that, right? Yeah. But oh, like I hilarious. was just so cool with everybody. Yeah. And like I just was like, I don't know, like I, I considered myself like a drifter. Like I just like yeah. hop from one group yeah. like, during school, right? Yeah. Like in, in cafeteria, but go hang out with these guys, yeah. hang out with these guys. So I, but I didn't have like that. Maybe there was like two guys mm-hmm. that like knew, and we, because we lived like in the same community. Mm. But it's like, other than that, like I didn't have people that i was like yeah so it's kind of like tight with you know but. the concept of you try to belong everywhere and then you just end up belonging nowhere yeah. right you know yeah. I mean? yeah. you try to be friends with everybody that you don't get to have a personal right. intimate friendship with one person because yeah. you're just trying to 
please everybody right. you know well now you got your lunch table bro you know yeah, let's eat. yeah. <laughs> no but bro, I, I love that you man the fact that you brought up like how you used to know like all your pastors because it's the same with me i mean i've only had two or t- two that i would say like i was attending the church and i was like i knew the pastor like you know full on but like yeah that was definitely like um like learning that like um, like I'm not at the church. I'm not at City Light to become best friends with you know with J- with Pastor Javen. You know what I mean? Yeah. And really, I'm just happy that he even recognized me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because yeah. I I just know he has so much going on. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? And I do I do want to honor him at, in some type of way, um, in in doing something for him at some point. And like you know to solidify like, hey, you made a difference in my life, and I and I know you make a difference in so many people's lives. But like. I just wanted, I want to make the step, you know what I mean? Like do something, you yeah. know what I mean? Like I just, before everything starts blowing up because yeah. I feel like City Light's on a trajectory to just go outer space, yeah. bro. Yeah. And um, yeah, man, I just love that you said that. Cause, cause dude, there was a guy, um, you know, that, uh, that I knew that was like, he kind of brought up the fact of like how he wanted to get, he, his main goal was pretty much like, he was like, how do I get to like how do i get in the same room with pastor javen like how mm-hmm. do i spend more time with him how do i do this and that i'm like bro i don't know bro like i've probably had like five conversations <laughs> yeah. with him bro same, like bro. you know what i mean i try to be mindful of the fact that he has a whole congregation to look over yeah. you know, or to look after and it's just at the at the very least i'm just glad he knows my face you know what i mean because even right. if he doesn't know my name like whatever but like it, at least like if he sees me at church, he knows that I'm a church goer and I'm and yeah. I'm there and I tie. Well, I, hopefully he knows that. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, bro. Like, you know, I, like I freaking I no, all that. All I feel that. Like th- no, I feel like that's something that he does really well, though. Yes, like because yes. there were times where he caught me like by surprise, where like you know I was walking, I just dropped off a vea mm. and I was walking into the sanctuary, and he was outside and he ca- he called me. He's like, hey, brother, and then he's like, hey, where's baby girl? And I'm like, oh, like. You know, like you recognize us, oh, like yeah. you recognize us yes, in that bro. sense, and I'm just, oh, I just dropped her off. You know, like it's cool, and I, I like even like before that, I probably like had like maybe just a handful of interactions with him, and yeah. they were like very spaced out. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. but for him to like actually like recognize me and like oh that I, I yeah. have a daughter, yeah, like that's something that I honor. It means yeah, respect. for facts, like, bro. It means a lot. Oh, yeah. It definitely meant a lot to me, bro. Like mm-hmm. I just remember back at, back at the HQ, like man. I don't know, I don't want to tell the whole story, but, you know, there was just, like, yeah, you know, I, I just talked to him for, like, three minutes straight, and I was able to pick his brain for, like, a few couple things, and I was like, dang, I've, yeah. I got to talk to Pastor Jay, because, bro, like, like at Central, when I would see, you know, uh, the pastor walking around, I, wanna, I don't want to say his name or anything, I don't want to say any names, but... Like, I would see the pastor walking around, and I would be nervous, bro. I'd be like, oh, dude, don't, like, don't come over here. <laughs> like, yeah. don't come say hi to me, because, like, I know we don't know each other, and I don't want it to be weird. But, like, now, you know, like you said, like, at City Light, it's just like, man, like, at least I'm, I'm just glad, you know, that he's the kind of person to, to make the effort, you know? Right. And, and it's, yeah. Yeah. And, like, with this whole podcast, the whole goal is to please God. But I just can't help but think if if our pastor was in this room with us, just how much like we would just show love to him and just show honor that like I, I hope that he would be proud if he knew where this started yeah this started in your home <laughs> in a small group where us you two were close but like i wasn't really super close to you three mm-hmm. or you two if he saw that to where tuesday night's group is now like i i just hope that he's like bro it but, would really please him knowing that we're pleasing god absolutely and i think like on top of that it would be because it's from his obedience the leadership you know what I mean? it's from his obedience to leave you know uh oceanside or orange county not oceanside orange orange county and plan a church in the most unchurched city in in, yeah. in, in the world and or in america and you know go against the grain yeah you know what i mean and, and yeah. it's just like this is what you know this is one of the fruits of it it's just literally one of the like many many fruits dude dude we i mean we had an episode on generosity but last sunday he shared that he he tied 70 percent of his like paychecks in the, the entire year Bruh. and i was like if i thought i was generous but this guy like our pastor leads by example yeah, oh yeah oh yeah and hey. that just makes me want to strive for for more yeah he doesn't tithe anymore 
I remember when he first, when he came out and was like talking about tithing, he's like, I hope you guys know I don't tithe anymore because it's much above. It's just a big, it's yeah, way bigger of an offering. Above. Yes, yeah. bro. It's much above his like 10 because technically the tithe is 10. Yeah. And he's like, I yeah, I stopped tithing X amount of years ago because I'd give this much. And I'm just like, man, <laughs> like what am I doing? Because he shared bro? like years ago it was 30%. Now this year, his word was, or last year's word was radical generosity. Yes. And he sowed 70% of his income and I, I was just like wow bro and even on his his podcast his his leadership podcast he said two times in his, in his life he gave everything like literally everything and i took that in and i'm like that was a, i was listening to that around the time of the miracle offering and i was like yeah bro what's what what amount of money is holding me back from receiving what god has for me yeah and I still haven't received it yet, Lord. No, yeah. no, no. <laughs> but I just know, like, I have faith in that. I have faith in, like, obviously in the money that I sowed, but I have faith in the person I sowed it with. You know what I mean? Wow. The person I sowed it in, and, and, and that's Jesus, bro. I just yeah. know, like, I feel like a year ago, I was like, in the miracle offering, I was like, oh, all right, here. Yeah. But now, which is literally way more than I gave last year, it's just like, I was like, yeah. take it. I was like, it's yours, like because you're gonna do something with this, and it's gonna impact my life one way or another. Yeah, and yeah, bro. Yeah, leading by example. Yeah, <laughs> going back to the church, and just the importance of church. I guess I just want to ask you guys like a practical question of: We all know that we feel so filled on Sundays, but it's you know if you're going to church for the first time or if you're new to the faith, Monday hits. And you're kind. Of, it just feels like you're starting from square one. Mm -hmm. What do you guys do to keep your faith up on Monday? Well, do you, do you all want to go? I know as a new believer. Sorry, everybody's screaming. <laughs> I know as a new believer, or like someone who was starting to take their uh, their walk with Jesus serious, I would watch other sermons. I would like because I was so the the where i was in life was so desperate and i needed to hear something and um one of them was uh pastor jabin gave a word at i forgot what other church it was uh i think it was elevation and um it's 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 about what to do in the valley and bro i was in a valley mm -hmm. and like i i rewatched that word multiple times bro and like throughout the week because I didn't know how to feed myself spiritually, you know? I was a baby Christian. I was yeah. just like, I'll be fed on Sunday. Monday will come along. I'll be like, oh, I don't feel the same. Like I was talking about earlier. And then, you know, I, like like I said, I was watching sermons. And then um, I was literally seeking God, you know? Because I was YouTubing how to read the Bible. Yeah. Like, what should I do first? And I think, you know, God just honors that. Uh, any kind of pursuit of Him, you know? Yeah. And so that, that's what it was for me, just kind of... Yeah. Sorry, yeah. go ahead. Oh, were you going to say something? <laughs> what was the question? <laughs> what, do, what, what do you do practically to keep up your faith on Monday? So whatever you felt on Sunday doesn't get lost in translation of life and work and family and friends. What What do you do to stay grounded the next day? When I first started going to City Light or going back to church again, it was the worship. It was the songs. I look up, I'm like, oh, what song? I've never heard any of these songs mm. before in my life. Yeah, that's real. And I'm like, dude. I just search it up, do the Shazam on my phone. Yeah. And then it would, for me, it would just be worship. It's continue listening to those songs. It wasn't this. And then it started getting into the point where, like uh, like what you said, Ethan, um, I was watching sermons. I would just, I would look up, because City Light had a YouTube page. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, okay, they must have more. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right. So I was just on like a sermon binge when I first yeah. started. Yeah. But for the people who are going to the church for the first time and to be rooted in through the week just if you take notes or the sermon you listen to a lot of churches now you know or have their sermons available on mm. youtube or podcasts or whatever it may be mm. go back to it yes yeah. bro go back to it that's, that's so the best good. advice i could give yeah. yeah i mean me and my wife take notes every sunday bro and yeah. i love being able to look back at like my notes and be like oh yeah like that right there like yeah. there's always one sentence mm -hmm. that a pastor will drop and it's like bruh and it's yeah. mind-blowing yeah exactly it sticks well, one advice that i would give that i should do more but i recently did this was if it's your first time going to church or if you just go to church all the time <clears throat> attend a back-to-back -back service mm -hmm. where oh that's good you 
maybe one service you're just there to maybe just in the overall look or feel just attend and be present and then another one just go to the next service and be more um be more i don't know be more specific with your note taking or be just incline your ears to god mm-hmm. where i just feel like i i never really went back to back services ever until late last year yeah. and it was because of other stuff where like my wife was serving and then i had another free hour oh no it was this it was when we had a guest pastor and the message was honestly pretty like philosophical and i just i just didn't understand it i know i already know which one you're talking about yeah, yeah i didn't i didn't understand it <laughs> and i was just like you know what i really want to know what this sermon is saying and what god is speaking to me so i went to the next one it made way more sense yeah and so if wow. you're going to church for the first time mm. literally for the first time go to any church whatever church you which you want to choose go to a sermon or service and then just go to the next one and then dwell on that on monday yeah and then dwell on that on tuesday and then wednesday all week dwell on the message and if you feel like you're not being fed through that uh, sermon i mean i just encourage you to just keep going to that church for like maybe i don't know a couple weeks to mm-hmm. a month really just dwell on it um and then if you don't feel full or fed from that church try a different church and do the same thing go to a service and then attend the next service right away uh, because it's so different when your intention is to take as much notes as possible yeah. versus just being open to receiving anything and everything as possible. Because mm. there's some sermons where I have my phone, I take notes on my phone. So I've had honestly probably sermons from all the way back to 2020 when like, I first attended City Light. There's some sermons when I'm like super heavy into like typing because everything was hitting. And then there's some where I just kind of just let the, the Holy yeah. Spirit fill yeah. me. Yeah. And sometimes you need both of that in the same morning. Mm. So that's kind of just my advice. Yeah. What I've been doing too is uh, some that I'll take notes the day, like when I'm sitting in, ser- in the service. And then I'll go back to it the next day and write a whole, put more notes kind of like, so I make sure because there would be a lot of times I'll be taking notes, and like he go, he said like the pastor will say like another fire statement. I'm like, dang, I can't keep up with this one. <laughs> yeah. Write that down. Write that down. <laughs> yeah. Write that down. <laughs> fast, fast, fast. But I've been going. The next day on Monday, I've been going back to that sermon whenever they post it on YouTube or on the podcast app, and mm-hmm. I just listen carefully and take like just take more notes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Go back to it yeah yeah detail notes yeah definitely i definitely used to do the same like i would literally like if if the video was like 38 minutes 42 minutes long i would it would take me like an hour because i would pause right and then write it keep going sometimes i'll rewind Rewind. (laughs) let me write that back because you know unlike this guy and his pretty handwriting my handwriting is atrocious so i have to like you know I don't, I hate when I take, I mean, not hate, but I don't like when I take notes in church and it's like, I'm writing so fast that I go back and it's not even legible. Yeah. I'm like, dang, dude. So like, yeah, that, that is something that I, um, I used to do it. I probably should start doing that some more, but I've gotten pretty good at, um, you know, taking notes during. Yeah. Like just a regular, a regular service. Yeah. And some people aren't note takers. Like my wife, she doesn't really favor note taking. Mm-hmm. I tell her just write down the notes because she's always like, no, I'll just rewatch the sermon yeah. another time. And most of the time she doesn't rewatch it. Yeah. So I'm just like, take notes. It's on your phone, like <laughs> on your notebook. But anyways, what do you do? I mean, pretty much the same thing. I mean, I would go back to my notes. I think for me, I didn't like taking notes. I think when I would go to, like when I started going to City Light was the first time I actually started taking notes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. In the sense of like, I was just taking notes of like, when Pastor Jamie would say something, I would just write the first thing that I would like. I would interpret within my in my mind. Yeah, you know, like I wouldn't write word for word for what he said, but I would kind of interpret what he said in my own words, and I'll write that down. Yeah. But I was like, cause I was like, I'm kind of like you. Like if <laughs> it's going pretty quick, and I'm just like writing so fast, like my my handwriting is pretty like it's like chicken scratch. Yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> yeah, it's bro. and when I when I'm writing faster, like if I have to like keep up, mm-hmm. then it's just even worse. Yeah. So. Yeah. 
That's why I like now I just take notes on my phone. It's That's just me. Like, yeah. I, I can, can type way it. faster than I can write. Dang. I don't even know. I don't, I've never and tried. At least, at least I'll be able to read it. <laughs> and it's know, and it's way faster for me to find an old sermon on my phone than oh, have to flip yeah. through it. Yeah. So that's kind of why the phone has been clutch for me. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if you have a job that in, that you're able to like bring personal items with, um, you know, for me, like on the ambulance, I could bring anything really. <laughs> and, uh, you know, people bring iPads and literally anything. And um, sometimes I, or all the time, I bring my Bible and I bring like my notes that I've taken from uh, sermons. And sometimes, bro, it's just like, it's like hearing a whole sermon over again, dude. Like being able to just look back and be like, you know, if I'm in a place with no service, you know, and I'm just, you know, sitting there waiting for a call, I can just, you know, whip out my notes and be like, or my sermon notes and be like, dang, like, that's pretty far. Yeah. <laughs> Let me say this to my unbelieving partner. Yeah. And see if it moves them. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, I would yeah. say even what helped too is like just prayer, my prayer life. Mm. Oh, I feel yeah. like my prayer life has grown yeah. a lot more. Oh my gosh. Going to say light than ever. <laughs> like just the intentions of why I pray, you mm-hmm. know, what I'm praying for. Yeah. Um, Man, that's so good. I recently had a conversation with my wife. I was like, I told her, I feel like my prayer, my prayers have been way better where when I went to my old church, I prayed the same way every single time. That's for facts. Like now, like my prayers are more intimate, except probably when I eat food, it's just like before meals, it's, it's kind of just a quick prayer, but I feel like (laughs) (laughs) overall, I'm able to pray the word of god because i am in the word of yeah. god yeah and when i don't know what to say i just say his word mm. and it helps me that's so fire yeah and yeah. now it's becoming more and more just in my prayers yeah so now i don't know i just feel more connected too i thought this past sunday we i was right about to say bro this past sunday this past sunday was such the whole different perspective yes, when bro. praying so our pastor said when you pray you're joining a conversation that's already happening in yeah. heaven. Yeah, that's so good. That was oh so God. good. Like, prayer is about alignment. Yes. yes. Aligning alignment. with God's plan or his will or just aligning with God, you know? Yeah. It or he said something about like it's not about getting prayer is not about getting God on your side. It's about you being on God's yeah. side. You know what I mean? And it's like Yeah, bro, join and, and like worship. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he's, he's like joining. worship starts at eight forty five, but like you're it not, doesn't. You're not starting at eight forty-five. Mm. You're like really joining. Yeah. The praise that's already starting exactly. and going in heaven. Worship don't stop in heaven. Yeah. No. Yeah. We're just joining. That yeah. blew my mind when he said yeah, that. Yeah. I was like, wow. Yeah. yeah. Wonder and, I feel so good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like coming to coming to church is like I learned I, I learned how to be comfortable praying because when yeah. I because like I I started serving in uh, I was a host I was a host bro literally I went to two city life services and then I started serving. Because after the second one, I was like, okay, I have to spend my time somewhere. I have too much time on my hands, and I'm in the worst part of my life. Yeah. Like, let me do this next steps, which was, at that time, it was only like 40 minutes. It yeah. was way sh- Well, actually, I don't even know what it is now, but it was way, it was super short. And, um, and then I started serving hosts, and then I was like, what else can I do? I went into kids, and then like, bruh, it's just like, that had me, that, that allowed me to grow so much. Like, it's back to my prayer life, you know what I mean? Like, because... They were like, okay, leaders go to the front and kids will come up or the, they're like, kids, if you need prayer, come to one of the leaders. And I was like, oh, dang. <laughs> I was like, all right, I guess I got to yeah. get my, my, my <laughs> prayers up right. right now. And um, dude, there's a lot of, I really believe that I've, I've planted, well, not me, but like I had a hand in planting seeds, bro, throughout all these, there's, there's good. There are literally kids that grew that are like adults now pretty much close to adults you know uh adolescents i would say um that were like i had literally laid my hands and prayed over while i was still like a baby christian you know what i mean i was just praying for them how i would pray for myself and that's just the act of doing it i think like you know you, you do anything you know enough you start to get good at it i wouldn't say like there's good prayers but it's just like i can talk when i talk to god it's so casual you know what i mean like i know he knows who i am yeah and he knows i know that who he is and so i could talk to him how like you know what i mean however whenever not yeah. however but like you know i could speak to him when i feel like it and like there was this one video i saw he was like would you rather have five million dollars right now or spend five minutes with jesus and i was like 
Jesus would tell me to take the five million dollars, <laughs> yeah. bro. I would take the five million dollars and go spend ten minutes with Jesus in my room right now. Yeah. Like you know what I mean? I could spend any time with Jesus whenever I feel like. And it just kind of goes to show like how how like you know the the dichotomy they're trying to draw. It's very um, it's almost telling. like not attainable. Yeah, having exactly. five minutes. Exactly. It's like no, you could do that right, right now. Right now, exactly. Yeah. And so, then take the money too. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I was like, yeah. bro, Jesus would have been like, why did you choose this? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You, you can do like, this anytime you want. Exactly. Yeah, and that's a realization too. Like God or Jesus doesn't have a schedule. He doesn't have a set time for you to come talk to him. Oh, He's available good. whenever. Yeah. Literally yeah. whenever. Yeah. Like at any time, at any hour, whenever you want to talk to him, you can go talk to him. Mm. I mean, I guess it would be like a random question, but I guess my, more like a fun fact. But where do you guys feel like throughout your personal like personal life and your day, like do you guys have a time and place that you spend the most time in your prayer? Uh, my yeah. mornings. My mornings or when I'm alone. Yeah. Yeah. I'm starting <clears throat> to do more prayer walks mm. where if my wife is at work, and I'm, it's my day off and I'm not really doing anything, just walking around the neighborhood and praying and just talking to God. But also kind of on top of that, I've, ha I've been having more silent prayers where I'm just silent. And I don't know. I just felt like prayer has always been like you talking. Mm -hmm. And I never really realized that, dude, I just need to close my mouth and my mind for a little bit and yeah. let him have the opportunity to fill it in. Right. That's good. Um, you know, sometimes it does feel weird because I'm just silent and I'm just like, God, where are you? Mm -hmm. yeah. But then there's sometimes where he'll put a thought in my mind that maybe I've been thinking about the whole week or just a whole new route. And I'm like, thank you, God. Thank That's you good. just for I love that. just putting it in my heart to just be silent for a second. And then now you're working, right? And now you mm -hmm. can allow me to take that step. Yeah. But prayer walks are amazing because I can... Like, no one's really around me, and I'm praying out loud. I'm talking to God out loud. I'm singing out loud. Mm. And one, it keeps me active, too. And I feel like as I'm walking, my mind is just always racing, right? Because I feel like if I just, if I sit too still, my mind is way too still, and I just lose focus of what I'm doing. Mm. That's why prayer walks have been kind of good for, I mean, same thing with you, like your runs. But yeah. um yeah, my morning has been the the most time I spend with him before I even look at my phone, before I have any distractions. Mm. As soon as I look at my phone and open an app, dude, I'm not it's like over. my yeah. mind is not even allowing God to fill it. Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah, like you said, I you already pointed out. Um, so four days out of the week I do like an, an hour run and it's very easy pace, what's called conversational pace. And I chose like, you know, however many episodes ago like I, I spoke on like the epitome i had and like oh the conversation i can have is with god you know what i mean so um yeah dude like it's it's both the uh the other side of that coin because there are times where i'm like completely silent and i'm just like you know just sitting there or not sitting there just running and i like i don't have anything to say and then i'll have the thought of like wait you're thinking about this like why wouldn't you talk to god about it you know mm -hmm. even though you know that you're even though you know that god knows what you're thinking there's power in you communicating that to him and like being like okay god like i'm worried about this and i don't know what's going on with that and i just kind of you know i kind of want you to guide that's literally how <laughs> that's literally how it sounds when i'm when i'm running that i mean that's sorry to cut you off but that's just like parenting because my daughter, right, like, I'll, like, if I have, like, a drink or something, or if I have, like, boba, for example, right, mm. and I'm drinking a boba, and I'm sitting there, and, like, she'll, she'll notice I'm drinking, and she'll look at me, like, and she'll start, like, me. <laughs> <laughs> like, I know she wants some, but I'm yeah. waiting for her to ask me, you yeah. know, like, Daddy, can I have some? Right. Like, but, like, she'll sit there, and I'm, like, are you okay? And she's, like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she, looks away, she looks away, and I'm just, like, I was, like, do you need something? And then yeah. she's, like, quiet. Yeah. And, like, but, like, for some reason, like, it takes a little bit of time for her to be like, oh, can I have some? And then I'm like, yeah, yeah. like I'm just waiting for her to ask. Yeah, you know, wow. I'm not gonna just give it that's to her. Wow. That's good. awesome. Dang. But, you? Oh, you said mornings. Mornings. I I've set a place and a time. 
Um, so I've made kind of, I made my closet a prayer closet. Okay. So in that closet, I'll have a whole bunch of Bible verses yeah. on um, flashcards taped to my wall. And then before wow. I start praying, I fill myself up with the word. I will say those verses out loud. I don't have them all memorized, though. <laughs> uh, I start off by saying those verses out loud. And this is just what I do. And then for everyone watching, you don't have to do what I do. You find your own way of mm-hmm. communicating with God. And that's just how I communicate. I'll fill myself up with the word and then pray. And then I'll just, whatever comes to my mind is just gratitude, just being thankful for everything, yeah. for waking up for another day. Amen. And you you guys, for sure, are always in my prayers in the morning. Um, my wife, my marriage, and then whatever comes to my mind, my, my business, um, what I need like there's some of the things like I'll ask him like can I get some wisdom <laughs> wisdom yeah. for the day, and not even limiting to myself in the mornings or in my or in my prayer closet, but whenever I notice I have a break of not doing anything, I'll just pray. Yeah. Like uh, um, now that I'm not working at the, on the ambulance no more, but whenever we'd sit at post, I'd get out of the I'd get out of the ambulance, go for a little walk, and then I'd just say a prayer. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I just been realizing that how just available Jesus is. Wow. Because I can at any time at any given day I could just pray. Yeah. And he'll hear it. Yeah. He'll yeah, hear good, it, bro. Wow. Oh man, what a conversation. So just good. another Tuesday night. Yes, sir. Anyways, um anything else you guys would like to add before we wrap this up? <clears throat> Go to church. Yeah. <laughs> right. Go to church. Don't be afraid to reach out, man. Get, Get in the yeah. community. Mm-hmm. You know. Get plugged in at church. Well, we love you guys. Thank you guys for watching. And uh anybody want to pray us out? Frenchman, Frenchman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's get it. Dear Heavenly Father, we just come to you right now, Father, and just just in awe and just thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Um, just honoring you for for allowing us to just have this time, Father, that we get to um, just come together and just you know be in each other's company, but yes, you know obviously look to you and mm-hmm. just honor all all that you've done yeah. in our lives and to just be able to share you know what you've done and uh, where you've brought us from and yes. where we are now, Lord. And we just give you all the honor and praise for this conversation yes, that we had yes, tonight, Lord. You. May it um, just fill the hearts of those who are listening. Uh, may it. Um, you know, spark something in their mind of whatever it is that you want them to hear from it. Um, and just give them uh, just the anointing of uh, yes. what church is all about, yes. you know, yes. and, and the Come meaning on. of community, Lord. Um, so we just thank you, Father, for uh, this time. We love you. We honor you. We praise you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Amen.